Hello bisexuals, welcome back to the Bisexual Agenda. I'm your host Kit Scales. You guys are going to be literally so proud of me because I have managed to record and edit this podcast in less than 24 hours. I'm excited for today's episode. It is about bisexual dating reality TV, both real and imagined. We're talking about Love Island, like six months late, but I'm never relevant on this show. I'm fine with that. We're talking about the bi life and some other shows. And my guest this week is Lois Shearing. They are one of Pip's friends. And basically a great thing about having a podcast is I get to make friends with people who are very cool and smart and funny. And I've been thinking about inviting Lois on the podcast for a really long time. And I felt like this was the perfect episode. So Lois is a bisexual activist. They have two podcasts, which is like very impressive to me. They have one that's called The Feminine Arts of Radicalization, which is about women in the far right. And then (laughs) on a more light note, they have a podcast called Love Byland Podcast, which covered some of the most recent season of Love Island. They also have a book which came out earlier this year called, by the way, The Bisexual Guide to Life, which Pip talked about on the show when they were last on. Um, Les talks about it a little bit later in their agenda, but I would just say I think it's like a really great book to buy for like someone in your life who is like maybe newer to the queer scene, still discovering their sexual identity, has like questions. If you're a young person yourself or if you're like just coming out, I think it's a really great book. And yeah, support bisexual authors. We love to see it. Lois already has like a million things under her belt, but she also founded the Bi Survivors Network, which is the only bisexual specific group for survivors of sexual violence. As usual, I'll link everything that I've talked about in the description box. And we also have a list of trigger warnings for this episode. I really hope you enjoy it. Please message me if you want to chat about any of the shows that we talk about. I'm excited to be talking about something fun today. And I'm about to go to my friend Eleanor's house and she's making homemade pizza. So I'm in a good mood. It's nearly Christmas, which is wild to me. But I'll probably be recording something with Olivia over Christmas. So if you do have any bilemmas, now is the time to write in about your questions. I love you guys. Hope you have a great day. We're gathered here today to talk about trash, essentially, because uh, I decided that I wanted to do an episode about reality TV dating shows. And I think obviously a lot of people have seen things about the Love Island kind of, they definitely did say like, oh yeah, we're going to make it gay this year. And then put out a very like HR statement being like, we've decided that the queers are logistically difficult. It's obvious that it's a format that does work. Like you can have queer people in a dating show. Um, So we're going to talk about The Bi Life, which is basically the only bisexual reality TV show about dating, I think. Yeah, I think so. I also watched the queer season of Are You The One, which I love. And then we're going to talk about Selling Sunset because (laughs) everything is bisexual if you want it to be. (laughs) So what did you think about the whole like logistically difficult comment? I think it's quite like obviously like everyone else, I thought it was quite funny. I get what they mean. Like the only way to do it 
where you could have it mixed would be to do a bisexual one um or like a pansexual one or a queer one whatever mm-hmm. um but I also think like we've seen enough like mixed ones they could definitely throw in a season of like all men or women if they wanted to because do you remember they did that winter one like last year yeah the winter one was quite disappointing my brain just flashed up being like they could call the guys on lads island <gasps> lads island <laughs> or love guyland <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Love Skyland. <laughs> um, oh my god, could you imagine like the muscle twinks that they would have playing for it as well? I just feel like, well, I think that they could do a mixed one where just like some people were gay and lesbian and like it wasn't explained. Mm-hmm. And then like they just wouldn't be interested in anyone there and everyone would be like, so why do you like <laughs> anyone? <laughs> I think they could definitely do one where it was like a mix of like gay lesbian and bi people because then you'd have like some of the bi people would couple up in like different genders um I think that would work quite well you know just yeah you just have to have like quite a lot of people in there but they yeah. they already do have like oh, so many t- 12 14 people in there yeah. at a time so and also then it's like there are more opportunities for mixing and also then the recouplings wouldn't be as predictable because mm-hmm. oh like, they'd like, be so chaotic the last season, like, every single recoupling, I knew who was going to couple up and I knew who was going to go before mm-hmm. it happened. So I think it would be cool. And I think it would be cool because then people would get, like, stolen in the recouplings. <gasps> oh, my God. I'd be so into that. That'd be so good. And also, like, it always really frustrates me that they kind of switch between, like, the girls' choose and then the guys' choose. I feel like if they introduced, like, more queer people, we could kind of mix up that format a little bit. Yeah, I also think it'd be interesting if they did the recoupling in a different way that's like everyone goes into a diary room and says who they want to be with. <gasps> kind of like, um, you know, at All Stars, um, where they like send someone home with the lipstick. I've never seen All Stars, but I just think you should only get coupled up with someone if it's mutual. Yes. So then if if you said, oh, I want to couple up with this person and they didn't choose you, it would just be like, you're single. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so brutal. Because then it's like you're not stuck in your couple for a week with, with like, someone you don't want to be with. I also think there should be more, like, room for friends coupling and friends winning, which I think a queer season would give us quite nicely. Well, I think it's bullshit when they say, like, oh, if we let people couple up with, like, people of the same gender, you just have loads of friend couples. Because it's like you already do have friends couples, like, consistently yeah, throughout legit, the right? season. They're just, like discriminating against gals pals (laughs) (laughs) i think they should have it where it's like an all queer season with like a mix of bi pan like gay lesbian people Mm -hmm. and then have like an ace person who's just like not coupling up with anyone like an ace arrow person and the rest of them have to try and guess who the ace arrow (laughs) person is (gasps) you could call it ace in the hole oh my god netflix email me I feel like that is a great idea, but also based on how many of the challenges involve like snogging someone, uh, I feel like it would be pretty like quick to guess. Yeah, you know what? I think if they did a queer one, we'd have to get rid of the challenges because like if queer people were doing that on TV, it would just set LGBT rights back by so many years. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to like blur out so much of what right. <laughs> It's interesting that you say about the challenges because too hot to handle. I've only watched the Brazilian one, but the challenges in that were like 
so iconic and amazing. Like some of the men were acting up and then they made them all go to like a positive masculinity workshop. They made them all like go and reflect on like what it meant to them to be a man and like what they wanted to leave behind about like toxic masculinity. <laughs> and it's like Love Island would never. Right. I am um, so I watched the American one. American, British, Australian. Um oh. like the contestants were from like all over. And yeah, they also had one, they had like a tantric workshop where like the couples went and the whole thing was like just staring into each other's eyes. Um I would watch the hell out of like a queer version of that. Oh my god. Well, yes, you ha- you need to watch the um Too Hot to Handle Brazil because there's a bisexual icon, her name is Brenda. <gasps> Oh my god. And she's also ginger, and I feel like you never see like ginger hotties on these shows. It's like a million blondes and then like one brunette. I thought you were gonna say like you never see ginger bisexuals. Where are they? <laughs> In my opinion, like if you're ginger, you probably are bi. So yeah, like the the ginger people I know. Oh no, I know one ginger straight person. I love it. They're like a rare breed in so many ways. I feel like being a ginger bisexual, you're like one in a million, basically. The minority of the minority. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just think Love Island, they had two years, obviously, when they didn't like power Mm. show. And then they just did what they do every single time. And like, I don't think they would lose viewers if they completely changed the format. Yeah, like I definitely see that it's getting quite stale now. Mm-hmm. And um, I read some stuff about it this year that like it's just become so obvious that people just go on it to like become influencers. Yeah, it is getting like really stale now and they need to do something to just like bring back the chaos that they had in like mm. some of the peak seasons. Yeah, I watched like a really interesting YouTube video about Love Island by one of my favorite YouTubers. Their name is Broey Dashnell on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god but they did a um it's quite a long video actually and it's about surveillance and love island and she was basically saying the reason it's boring now is because the contestants are so aware of being watched that they don't get messy and she also said like in the first couple of seasons they didn't realize that the night cameras were there (gasps) oh my god like they didn't realize that like or they did know that the night cameras were there but they presumed that like you wouldn't be able to see. Mm. And then they they thought like, oh, if we go into a room and have a conversation where it isn't filmed, it won't get put on the show. But a lot of the time they would just like use the audio. Oh my God. So it was like obviously more unethical because it was mm. like people didn't realize what they were getting into because like people had sex like not under the covers and shit <gasps> like that. Because they were like, oh, no one will be able to see, right? Because um, I know in the you... early ones as well, they could like, they had a smoking area. Um, and they let them drink. They let and they let them drink. drink. <laughs> yeah. So I know that that made it like way messier. Because it was more just like, I guess, a club vibe. <laughs> like the whole villa. Whereas now it is like, obviously not like clean or tame. Because as we've just hmm. discussed, like one of the challenges you have to like spit an entire roast dinner into someone's <laughs> mouth. Like, come on. <laughs> I always skip those ones. I just oh my god, like, same. It's horrible. Someone's fetish is just getting like <laughs> free content. I just think whoever like designs those challenges like really has some kind of weird food fetish. Also, I'm just obsessed with the dates that are just like you're gonna go into the driveway and we've set up like a foldable <laughs> table. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah when me and olivia were watching by life we were like oh they actually let them eat food on this one right? <laughs> <laughs> they actually go off and like do a thing rather than just 
oh, we've put down a picnic blanket in like a nearby field for you. They need some like, fr- they need to get some Gen Z people in the like production team. Yes. To just spice everything up. Yeah, where it's like they have to learn a TikTok dance, and if you don't, you get like kicked <laughs> off the island or something. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I also think it would just be more dramatic if every week there was a public vote of your favorite <gasps> islander, and then the least popular person automatically got dumped because then couples would be broken up by the public vote. Yeah, that because you do end up with just like people you hate getting through to the final because they like are coupled up with like Jake this year I don't know if you watched it this year mm-hmm. I like, did watch it everyone hated Jake but he just kept getting through because everyone loved Liberty I know and it was like such a shame because I mean it was good because like just before they went to Castle Moor, I was like I think they're gonna break up before the show ends mm-hmm. and I was kind of glad that we got to see that play out because it was obviously I don't think it was like radical but like a teenager seeing that where a woman was like actually you don't treat me nicely oh fuck yeah no I think sorry side note are you okay with me swearing oh my god yes you're like okay. <laughs> <laughs> asked before we recorded um, but yeah I honestly thought that was so important for her to be mm. like they could have won it if they'd stuck together I think but for her to be like no it's more important for me to have like my self-respect my self-worth I was like fuck yeah liberty they should have let her stay in and just given her the money, honestly. I think if it was just, like, the two most popular people win money at the end, they wouldn't have to be so fake. Yeah, and that is, And that like, would be more interesting. I think that's why Liberty, like, really shone in this year's Love Island, was because her and... Was it Rachel? Were, like, the only two that didn't feel super fake in it. Um, like, Liberty felt very genuine, and, like, their friendship felt very genuine, Whereas the rest oh, of them... I think you mean Kaz. Kaz, sorry. Um, Rachel didn't seem fake either, but she didn't no. last very long. <laughs> sorry, it's been like a while since I've watched it and all of, like, I only remember, like, Liberty's name because she's... That's okay. Complete... When we were first talking about it, I was, like, trying to think of who was on it and my yeah, mind was right? completely blank. And also I remember Jake because, like, my hatred for him is just burned in. <laughs> but I don't remember, like, any of the guys' names apart from that. <laughs> I think that was the problem. It was, like, instantly forgettable. I think they should start, like, crossing reality shows together so it's, like, Kitchen Nightmares and Love Island. <laughs> like, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> starts yelling at you about, like, which <laughs> couple is. I would watch that. <laughs> or even just, like, when they get the guys to cook the girls' food, <gasps> Gordon Ramsay comes <laughs> Oh, my like... God. Remember when they had Craig David come in a couple of years ago when the guys <laughs> cried? I want, like, they have to cook and then Gordon Ramsay comes in and just starts yelling amazing that is a very good idea i don't know if he would like do that though he seems like he's a bit wholesome even though he loves yelling i feel like he is wholesome mm-hmm. to his core um because i guess another like reality show is it a reality show that's had like some some queer rep recently um mm. his daughter's on strictly isn't she oh yeah 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 i love strictly and we've got our first like queer couples on uh strictly uk and strictly us yeah, John and Johannes and Jojo. So, okay, here's a thing, right? Mm. I don't think Jojo Siwa should be on it. Not because she's in a same-sex couple, but because she's like a professional dancer. Her whole background is that she was on Dance Moms and has been like 
she's been dancing since she was a kid. Of course she's doing so well. Yeah, that did confuse me because I was like, um, but that's just Dancing with the Stars. So I don't know if they have the same like uh, okay. requirement for like you have to have never danced because I think they've had they've had like celebrities from like po- like pop music okay, people yeah. on there before who like obviously do choreography and stuff. So like I think they're just a bit more lax over there. So I actually am like a trained born Latin dancer, which is my hidden talent. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> um and in like the competition circle, you have female only classes mm-hmm. because obviously there's not a huge amount of teenage boys who are into ballroom and Latin dancing. That um, makes sense. So you have like entire like competition categories of like girls dancing together. So I always found it really weird when Strictly pulled the whole like logistical difficulty thing with same sex couples and Strictly because I was like, well, in the actual ballroom and Latin circuit, like girls dancing together especially is like super normal and super recognized by like the competition circuit so that was um yeah it was very weird that they were so against like having same-sex couples on there obviously I know why it's homophobia but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like mystery I think I think it also just has a lot to do with it being like a prime time BBC slot and I think they were probably just like the grandmas can't handle it okay (laughs) they're never gonna understand but I'm happy and it was a shame because like last season they had the first like two women couple and then Mm. they went out really early because one of them got covid and like had to self-isolate oh was that that was um the boxer nicola roberts right Mm, yeah and she is so hot oh my god i am fully in love with her she's also like 40 years old and she literally looks like (laughs) 22 let me google it because i thought she was like my age Sometimes I sometimes I lie about how old people are because the other day I said that RuPaul was seventy three. <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> I think he's sixty. Because I mean I've seen that video of him just like barely <laughs> moving on stage, and I could believe that he's seventy in that video. Okay, Nicola is thirty nine. Oh my god! Wow, E forty five really works. <laughs> 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 what the hell she's so fresh-faced oh. she's so fresh she's so hot as well oh my god her girlfriend looks like the fish from shark tail but like in a good way <laughs> they have a very cringy like couples tiktok together oh no i don't know if you've seen it but they make a lot of like <sighs> cringy lesbian tm tiktoks um i genuinely like can't read fast enough for tiktok so like <laughs> Fair. i'm never gonna be on there do you want to talk about bi life? Yes, let's do it. My favorite thing. Okay, so let's do like a mini summary. So basically, they have a house full of bisexual people. It's like half newly out by people with not very much experience and then half like well-weathered bisexuals. Yeah. And they send them out on dates and they're in Barcelona for some reason. Yeah. But they are, <laughs> I know, it's so <laughs> they, nice. They are British, but they're in Barcelona. And they all live together. They go out on dates. They have parties. And Courtney Act is the host. And also they're kind of, unlike Love Island, they're not dating each other. Mm. They're like... It's kind of like first date's hotel, but yes. with more freedom. Yeah. And they have the opportunity to like meet up with people again, but in quite a like low-key way. It's like, oh, do you want to invite them over to a house? You're having a party. Like, it's not so like are you going to couple up with this person? Like, yeah. are you going to have a commitment ceremony? It, it doesn't have, like, it doesn't yes. have the pressure. Which I really, I quite liked that 
set up. I know it was like less chaotic than Love Island, but I thought the setup was like quite cute. Because so not to humble brag, but I got invited to the premiere. Uh, <gasps> Amazing! <laughs> yeah, I met Courtney Act. She's really cool. She seems super nice and cute. Like she was like the most relatable host I've ever seen. Like she just like gets yeah. on the sofa with them and is like hanging out. I love it. She's incredibly wholesome. Um, so I watch a lot of like Trixie and Cartier's stuff. Uh, and one of the like running jokes is that she, apparently Courtney Act just like lives off multivitamins, <laughs> <laughs> which like again they're obviously working because she looks amazing. I feel like she's juiced up with the bit, <laughs> and she's Australian. I feel like so I had an Australian manager in one of my last jobs, and like mm-hmm. the second I would sneeze in the office, she'd be like, "Take an echinacea capsule." <laughs> 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 Maybe it's an Australian thing. <laughs> Yeah, so when I was going for the premiere, I was a bit worried because I was like, I know we all joke about Love Island, Love Island and stuff, but like, I don't know if it would be great representation to have like a group of bi people like all swapping around, swapping partners. Mm. Um, so I was I was a bit worried about that format, but uh, I think the way they did it was like really really nice and very wholesome. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Like when I saw the promo, I thought it was mm. kind of like more of a love island situation yeah because of the whole like oh they're in barcelona i thought they were like trapped in one location but they're really not like yeah they can kind of do what they want yeah but like one of my favorite things about it is like they keep in all the awkward bits Mm -hmm. and i really love that like some of them are really shy yeah some of them are like freaking out when they ask people out and i'm like that is the bisexual representation that we need because like i have never met a confident bisexual in my life like they don't exist yeah i love that they were like some people are gonna cry and some people are gonna like get really nervous and like say the wrong thing or like double text someone yeah but like it was never like in a way that felt like it was to like humiliate them or like sensationalize it yeah it feels a lot like safer to watch um so on the subject of anxiety I have quite bad anxiety and I like comfort watch stuff quite a lot oh yeah um and like reality tv is not something I can comfort watch but like the by life maybe could be you know yeah, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have as much cringe factor. The only yeah. thing that is cringe to me is, like, sometimes if someone's out on a date, the rest of the house just, like, watches it on yes! TV. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would be so, like, I could not, if I knew that, like, my friends were watching me on a date. Oh, horrible. I also really like that um, they had a little bit more, like, diversity in the casting. Uh, obviously, Love Island has the, like, Love Island look. You know, um, whereas like on um, the bi life, they had a bit more like body diversity. They had like um, a plus size woman who was like amazing and really confident, and she was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like yeah, just a little bit more like body diversity. Yeah, it was less like they all look like they could be like a Barbie or a Ken, right? So I did appreciate that. They're all super hot though. <laughs> yes, they really are. Like obviously not perfect. It would be cool to have some like non-cis people thrown into the mix but uh oh yeah like so I'm only like halfway through so far but like the new girl what's her name is it Eleanor oh god I'm not sure if I remember their names like off the top of my head there's like a nerdy girl who just rocked up and she is pansexual so oh, she Irene like, I remember her because oh. she's really cool yes so she she has like specifically said that she is into like all genders yeah so I am wondering 
if she's going to get set up with anyone who's like non-binary or trans but like I don't know if that will happen and I haven't seen it all. Yeah I do remember that frustrating me a little bit because I'm sure it wasn't her fault I'm sure it was like the editors or the producers or something just Mm. like the way that was framed the difference between like bi and pan did slightly do the whole like oh bi means men and women whereas pan means everyone thing and obviously that's like not true. Yeah, there was like a lot of slightly inaccurate bi-splaining that was like very obviously directed to like a straight audience. And I kind of hated how they kept putting in the like bit where they explained that they're bi. Like yeah. every single episode, it would be like, this person's bi. And it'd be them being like, I like girls and guys. Yeah. But I've only dated guys. Just cutting that in every yeah. single episode. But I did really like that they showed them telling like the people that they're going on dates with that they were by. oh my god I was so shocked by that because I assumed that all the dates would know mm. already that the person they were going on a date with was by. so then when they like all had to come out to the person they were on a date with like every time I was like oh my god because like if I'm on a dating app I always just put I'm by on my profile oh my god same it filters out so many like mm. I mean obviously you get some weirdos but you could just filter those out straight away. Yeah, so I was like, wow, I'm kind of shocked that they're not kind of, like, mm. prepping the dates. But it was so sad because, like, every single date just said one of the, like, stereotypical responses. Yeah. Like, oh, so does that mean if we got together, I'd have to be worried about you fancying everyone? Or, like, oh, so does that mean you've had a threesome? And it was just yeah. like, oh. But that is real life. Yeah, I think it was important to show that that's, like, one of the bi experiences, you know? I was going to say something, but I don't know how far in you are, and I don't want to give you spoilers. I don't mind if you spoil them. So I also really liked that they showed, so, I don't know if you've watched this bit yet, but um, one of the guys, Michael. um, Michael, my little baby, I love him. Oh my god, I think I am about to give you spoilers, but he comes out as gay, like, halfway through. Um... He kind of, and I thought that was really nice that they showed that, that he, like, he goes on some dates with some girls, he goes on some dates with some guys, and then he, like, sits around the table with everyone and, like, has a conversation where he's like, guys, I think I've realised I'm gay. Um, oh, I love that for him. He's, like, yeah. one of my favourite people on it, because he is, like, the sweetest guy. He's so lovely. He is just, like, a puppy in a man's body, in, like, an <laughs> Olympic swimmer's <laughs> body. Olympic body, right? He's so cut. <laughs> Um, and I think he stays in afterwards and just like goes on dates with men and it's like really nice because that also happens in like queer communities a lot where people like shift labels and shift experiences mm. and that's uh, so cool I'm yeah. glad they went like okay well you need to leave because yeah, get this out. is <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously like at the time there was some stuff around like oh you know it's suggesting that like bi people will come out as gay or blah 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 but mm. I really didn't see it in that way because like None of the other contestants did. <laughs> you, you know, know? <laughs> and also, like, that's just, like, what actually happened on the yeah. show. Like, it would be more weird if they cut that part out and then yeah. he just only dated guys and you never saw yeah. that part. And it was interesting because he, like, had basically no dating experience. Yeah. So I can definitely see how if you had not dated anyone and you knew you were queer, mm-hmm. you might be like, oh, I guess I'm bi. I've never had an experience with a woman. I've yeah. never had an experience with anyone. And then when you actually start dating, be like, oh, now I have more information. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because like sometimes like asexual people are like, oh, like I guess I must be bi because I don't fancy anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it is interesting. 
Um, and also, yes. like, other way around, some people are like, well, I guess I'm ace because I don't have, like, a strong feeling. You know, my friends are talking about having these strong feelings for men or these strong feelings mm. for women, and mine are kind of, like, even. So, um, you know, yeah, like, exactly. being queer, it's a big old learning curve. It truly is. The only thing is, I know you just said Daisy was one of your favourite characters, but my only other note is Daisy needs therapy for her trust issues before being... <laughs> before being on a dating show I mean it yeah. kind of made me sad because I was like it, okay I'm not going to go into the phase situation but like you know when someone is on a tv show and you're like this person clearly needs therapy oh my god no let's get into the phase situation I have so much to say about it that like Pip and I started talking about in our podcast uh, mm-hmm. I know Pip is like a, a regular on this show as well Pip is the most loyal bisexual gender guest. <laughs> it's just like the Pip podcasting extended universe. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I have so much to say about Faye, the whole gay Faye conspiracy. Um, did you not hear this? I didn't hear this. Oh my God. Some people were like, Faye is a lesbian. And like the reason she hates all men is because she's like, she's a lesbian and she hasn't realized it yet. <laughs> okay. I kind of get that. Yeah, I did I did like the fact that she just like hated the men right? so much. Like obviously I didn't agree with her yelling at people, but yeah. when she was just like, I will fight every man in this villa, I was like, wow, that is Yeah, a she was movie. iconic. But also Faye, the brown lipstick has gotta go. I don't know. For me, it was like that episode where she yelled at Teddy was like one of the mm. most uncomfortable things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. I was kind of upset that they allowed it to be shown without any kind of context to ground it because mm. it wasn't like here's something that happened that we feel we shouldn't edit out because it did happen but this isn't okay for men to be treated like this it was mm. just like oh there's a big blow up in the villa whereas like to me I was like this is like watching someone's abusive relationship and not being able yeah. to intervene yeah and like I don't know Obviously, they have, like, psychologists on the show who talk to them and things like that. And for me, it was kind of like, if they are trying to be a more ethical show, they kind of should have taken her out after that. Yeah, I agree. And just being like, it's not acceptable to do that in the villa. Because especially because, like, was it Sharif? He got, like, taken out of the villa because he had, like, a play fight with one of the girls. And, like, Mm. to me, I think... Especially because, like, everything that surrounds the show, like, the whole, like, mental health aspect and, like, be kind, blah, blah, blah. I just think, especially because the, like, primary viewer is, like, a teenager. Mm -hmm. I just think, I think if a a guy had blown up at a girl like that, we wouldn't have seen a whole episode of it. And they would have been taken out. Yeah, I agree that she should have been, like, removed after that. Because I also think that, like you said, and I don't want to pathologize people and you don't, like, know everything or whatever, Mm. but... She obviously had some stuff going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like- and she was so open about it. I think that was the problem. She was so open to be like, I have issues. I have trust issues. Mm-hmm. I have anger issues. I'm like this. Like, I saw a big, like, as a uh, survivor, I was like, mm. she's got big survivor vibes in the way that she, like, handles dating and stuff, um, which doesn't make what she did okay. Um, but I was just like, I don't, I don't know how she... Especially given that, like you said, they're trying to be much stricter with, like, Mm. who they allow on the show. I think she was definitely, maybe shouldn't have been picked as a contestant, you know? Oh, yeah, because they, like, have all the screening for mental health. And, like, obviously, like, if she doesn't have any, like, formal diagnoses, like, that makes sense. But, like, 
even in like the early episodes, it was like very clear that like she was kind of unhinged. And like, and the sad thing was, they definitely were like twisting it to make her blow up because of the whole like postcard and all of that. I just don't think the show handled it well, especially considering like what's happened with the show in the past. Yeah. Like, it's obviously not, it's just like not good to show that kind of thing. Yeah. And with s- nothing around it. Something else that we discussed a lot on Love Byland, the podcast, um, was that, like, I kind of only just realised in this season how young the contestants are. Like, when I was, like, 21, 22, I was way too, like, stupid and naive and not emotionally resilient enough mm. to, like, have my dating life broadcast to the nation. Um, and I get that, like, they volunteer to go on. And part of me is a little bit, like... If you're going on, you need to know, you already know what the show is about and you need to like have that resiliency and know that it's like just a show. But also, you don't know how you're going to react until you're in that situation. Uh, Oh, yeah. And especially if you're like under 25 and your brain hasn't even finished forming yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It is difficult. And I guess like they have no idea how they're being perceived and like maybe for her she thought she was having a bit of like a amber standing up for herself yeah that kind of energy where she thought oh yeah like I'm a strong woman la 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 but like I think because Teddy was just like so sweet yeah and didn't even try to engage I just wish they had just cut it after like two minutes yeah and been like we've had to speak to Faye about her behavior yeah exactly (laughs) It was sad to me that we didn't see any kind of, like, everyone goes and comforts Teddy and says mm-hmm. that he hasn't done anything wrong. Like, it was just, like... I, for me, it was, like, a missed opportunity to be, like, this isn't okay. Especially because Love Island is one of those shows that's very much, like, men need emotional support, too. Um, that was, like, a really good opportunity to actually show that. Yeah. And it's sad because it's, like... If I was trapped in a villa with strangers and didn't have my phone and couldn't speak to anyone I knew, my grip on reality would be slipping away oh so God, fast. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so funny if they let them like FaceTime their friends to be like, so I've met this guy. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like they're allowed to send one voice note a week to like outside people <laughs> and then their friends are allowed to send like one voice note back. I can just already oh imagine God. like all of my friends on the voice note being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it would just be so incredible. I just I just think they should retire the show at this point, honestly. Yeah, honestly, completely, same. They need to completely redo the format so that you don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Or they need to be like, Love Island is over. Oh my God. Okay, so this does carry me a bit into Are You The One? Because on the queer one, which I think is season eight... Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is described as fluid. So oh. they have they have like bisexual, pansexual, like they just say fluid though. Mm-hmm. So there isn't very much bi discourse, but everyone is like multi-gender attractive. Yeah. Um, but there is a non-binary fuckboy on the show. <gasps> um, and they have some good interventions to be like, hey, you're being a dick and you're hurting people's feelings, mm. which was like very interesting to watch because either one the the format is everyone has like been matched up by these like they don't explain how they've been matched or why they've been matched but everyone has like their perfect pair in the house and their mission is to like match up all the pairs before the show ends and then they get the money yeah so like 
there have been so many people in my life that are like, have you watched it? Why not? Stop what you're doing you right now. It. I know. Like, <laughs> let me tell you some things that might make you want to watch it. So sure. they have trans people. They have a non-binary person who is terrible, but also is non-binary. Mm-hmm. They have a sex room. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> they have a sex room that is called the Boom Boom Room. <gasps> I mean, all I was imagining was like, a fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, like, red room. <laughs> oh, no, it's just a bedroom, but okay. it's a bedroom for sex. And at some point, there's, like, a foursome that happens. Oh. So it's all going down. And it very much has the, like, this is just made for queer people and we're not even going to, like, explain mm. what's going on here. But it is so interesting because, like, obviously anyone in the house can be, like, their quote-unquote perfect match. Yeah. So they do end up dating, like, half the house. Oh, my God. Sometimes. There were some really good conversations on that where I was like, oh my god, I've like never seen a conversation like this. Cause there's like a trans non-binary person on it called Basit. Mm-hmm. And they like had some really great conversations on there where they like were interested in this guy called Jonathan. And Jonathan at first was like, No, I don't like the sit. I'm not into feminine things, like la la la. And was like low-key transphobic. Mm-hmm. And Basit's like, hey you're misgendering me. Hey, you're treating me like shit. Mm. And they do end up together, which is like a very strange progression. Oh, weird. Like Jonathan does like very much grow and learn like from Mm. Basit. And Jonathan also like embraces some of his femininity, like through knowing Basit and like they put makeup on and all this stuff. Mm. And like, it was actually really nice to see someone actually have like a narrative arc on like a dating show where it's like this person actually learned something from this experience and is a better person now so that was very interesting and it is just like complete chaos as well like <laughs> everyone has said that to me I feel like I need to watch it I'm gonna um I'm like fairly certain we're about to go into lockdown again not to be negative mm. uh so last year it was like me and my housemate did flat Christmas together because we were in lockdown just oh yeah nice. us. um and we ended up having a twilight marathon <laughs> as you do so maybe this year if we're in lockdown I'll make her watch like all of Are You The One season 8 it is it's really good and like they are like the mental gymnastics they do to convince themselves that the person they fancy is the one. Oh my god I mean <laughs> isn't that so the most funny. relatable thing though haven't we all done that <laughs> like <laughs> they're like well um this person is hot so I think <laughs> they are my perfect match and it's just so funny and like who hasn't been it, there? <laughs> well, the funniest thing is, like, when they think they're the perfect match, they, like, go into this weird hut and then it does this, like, full body scan of them and then it says, like, not a match or <gasps> perfect match. So then they just have to, like, walk back to the house and be like, we're not a match, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. What? And then they just, like, go back to dating, like, other people? Yeah, because it's like, well, you have to find your perfect match, so it's not them. Like, Oh, my- okay, that is drama. I'm going to watch it. <sighs> So they once a week they get to stand in all their pairs and then the guy's like, This is the number of matches you have, but they don't know who it is. Oh, okay, I like that a lot. So then some of the couples who were stood together are like, It's definitely us, it's definitely us, like we're definitely the perfect match. And it just like causes so much tension in the house. And also they just get pissed off. <laughs> they just get pissed off each other because they're like, We're not gonna win the money. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a bit like um I know we were gonna discuss too hot to handle as well Mm. that is a bit like that where like the winning of the money is reliant on all of them 
Yes, I like the like teamwork aspect because Love Island, there is no teamwork. Like. Yeah, but I feel like if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that you can't oh God, yes. you can't rely on teamwork. Um. <laughs> well, I was going to say that like teamwork is the answer. Oh no, I just mean like it's very much been that thing where like some people are doing the assignment and some people are not. Um, yeah, a lot of people are not, but I love too hot to handle. Like. I felt the Brazilian mom was really interesting and it was just cool to like see like a sex positive show with like yeah for sure just which is of weird sluts. that it's like such a sex positive show because they can't have sex on it I just love that they're like we've gathered you here because you're all horny as fuck <laughs> <laughs> they're like I identify as horny <laughs> so the, and then, the oh, like American British Australian one whichever one that I watched um, mm. did have like some bi baiting on it where there was like a girl who really liked a guy and they were like trying not to fuck each other obviously (laughs) um and then there was like a girl who was like she did that very relatable thing where she was like I'm just BFS with this girl and I just love her so much and I just but for some reason I hate her boyfriend and I can't work out why Mm. and I was like oh honey we've all been there but then at one point they like to get back at some of the other people they like hug and like do a kiss to like make the money go down um but obviously the show played it up to be like are these two girls like getting together um oh i see which is very frustrating because i was like i wish they would (laughs) oh my god you'll love the brazilian one then because they have bisexual brenda she's a queen and like she is so hot Mm. i just i love her and she gives me gemini vibes you know Oh, I've discussed this again with Pip, but I'm not a fan of Gemini's. I mean, that's okay. Me and Gemini's don't have, have bad don't vibes. Don't you have Gemini in your big three? Yeah, I do. What am I? I'm Aries Sun. Oh, maybe I'm Gemini Rising. I'm even Gemini Venus. Give me a second. I have it in my notes app. <laughs> Obviously, I have it in my notes app. <laughs> From back when I was like on the apps and every other girl that you match with is like, what's your big free? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that we have our own language. Oh, okay. I'm Sagittarius Moon, Gemini Rising, Aquarius Venus, and then Aries is my main one. Just the, th- the three chaoses together. I'm like one away from being the dark triad, right? Like if I was, I think if I was a Scorpio instead of a Gemini, sorry, Scorpio instead of a Sagittarius, I mm. would be like... Aries, Scorpio, Gemini, and I feel like I'd just be the worst person in the world. But it would just be like a lot of villain background story, right? I, think I love it. That Sagittarius in there is the only thing like slightly mellowing me out. <laughs> <laughs> mellowing? Oh my god! <laughs> well, at least making me like not pure evil, you know? Like <laughs> I do feel like Sagittarius is very like chaotic, good energy. Mm. Whereas, like, I feel like Gemini and Aries are very much like chaotic and neutral at best but chaotic evil more often than not so basically the only thing i had written in my phone for this was where are the butchers <gasps> like I, agree. I have never in my life seen like a butch queer person on a dating show and, and as someone who's um butch amorous uh i need it in my life oh my god is that a thing? I don't know. I just made it up. But like, I love butchers. <laughs> hot for butchers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I famously have fancied every butch I've ever met. <laughs> Literally same. Like, I'm kind of a, I consider myself like a soft mask. Um, nice. 
I'm definitely like soft mask for soft mask, you know? That's beautiful. The only like butch representation that I currently have is Monica Galetti, who is a straight woman. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the love of my life. I've joked with some friends that as like a soft mask, like queer person, I'm gonna like wear a wig and fake my way onto Love Island. And then, like, episode three, I'm going to whip the wig off and have my, like, short little short back and sides and be like, ha-ha, I'm here to tell you all about bisexuality. (laughs) (laughs) And they'd be like, unfortunately, Lois had to leave the island due to an unrelated issue. There's just, like, a shot of me, like, trying to fist fight different men and, like, producers, like, physically carrying me out of the island. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's so sad to me. Like, I don't know if it's because butchers don't want to embarrass themselves and go on mm. TV, which, like, I would understand because... No, let's I not. Don't, okay, look. I don't know a single butch who has an Instagram that has pictures of their face regularly occurring on it. Do I have nothing I mean? but love for butchers and butcher Jason, but they will embarrass themselves <laughs> as much as the next guy. Have you been on TikTok, the fucking butch cringy first traps that exist? Uh, <laughs> it's because I'm not on TikTok. I'm just like living in this reality where butchers are just like. Nah, so that's where stoic. they all are. <laughs> They're all on TikTok. Damn. There is definitely like the fuckboy brand of butchers, and they definitely yeah. do the whole like, you know, the like sexy cringe situation. But. So I love playing into that brand and playing like the cocky top kind of role. Uh, and then the other day I was like, talk- I, I did it, I, like making a joke about something. And then to my housemate, I was like, I hope you know that I'm just like playing a part and I'm not really this cocky top. And she was like, babe, everyone fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely brutal. <laughs> Such a humbling experience where everyone's right. like, yeah, we know. <laughs> she was like, shut up, you bottom. <laughs> Uh, basically Butch Island that's what I want to see like I, I just need... they like just renovate the house oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> they should do like a farmhouse edition where it's just like <gasps> oh my god butchers doing up a house and also sometimes and, like caring sex. for chickens <laughs> it's like who's on the chicken rotor today <laughs> <laughs> that's like the big drama is that like one of them forgets to go like collect eggs that day <laughs> Yeah, we need. I want like Anarchist Island, where it's like your local anarchist reading group on an island together, and the big drama is like. So we had to take a vote as to who was going to chair like the next meeting to decide who was going to be on this rotation. But Mark didn't bring the like homemade lemonade like he said he would, and I just feel really let down by him. <laughs> I honestly feel like that would be like the most toxic season. Oh my it god, really would right? be. it would be horrifying. <laughs> I just feel like there'd be a lot of like, is is this vegan? Is is this vegan? (laughs) (laughs) I would watch the hell out of like local organizer island. Oh god, it would just be the most problematic yet, and it would give us all such a bad reputation. This is the thing. It's like I sometimes get a little anxious about like queer TV Mm because I'm like, I don't want straight people to use this against us to be like, look, they are terrible. But like, yeah. I feel like we have enough evidence of like straight people being awful that like they can't yeah, like use it all us. of Love Island. Oh my god, I've realized we haven't talked about Selling Sunset. <gasps> okay, I know that's like not a dating show, but yeah. it is a reality TV show that I'm fully hooked on. I truly, I can't, I can't understand like what any of them experience like in their mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, 
Gymnastics. You're so right, though. That is mental gymnastics. I don't know, like, what their daily thoughts are. Just everything they do and say, I'm like, oh, I didn't really see that coming, but okay. They've obviously never thought about, like, another person's feelings. But, okay, here's the thing, right? I feel like if you're that hot, you experience the world in such a different way to, like, anyone who even is, like, normie looking experiences Mm. the world. Not to sound like an incel, but... uh, (laughs) 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 When you're that hot, you just... you, You don't live in the same reality as the rest of us. It's true. And, like... I don't know. Like, okay, my first thought about Selling Sunset is they need to unionize because they don't even have like a good office and they're all like millionaires. Like, oh my god, yes. I wonder if that's a real office though or like a set. I think it's real because like you see the front of it. So mm. like obviously people walk in there, like their clients come in. I, I mean, maybe it could be fake. I'm like the biggest like gullible person for like reality tv being like well it's not scripted because it's real <laughs> so a current like running joke i have or not even like a running joke but um for some reason my housemate like didn't realize that like the majority on tv people on tv are wearing wigs um, <gasps> oh my god well as a, f- a previous wig wearer myself the second you wear a wig you then clock so many wigs on tv and it's mind-blowing so i've been pointing them out to her but now i think it's so funny that i'll just point to like any random object and be like that's a wig (laughs) (laughs) it's like not a joke but i can't stop doing it (laughs) like even if i'm just alone by myself i'll be like that's a wig (laughs) (laughs) there are so many wigs and like for me i'm just like wow if i was rich like Wearing a wig is so uncomfortable and your head is so hot. Like, it is not... Like, having extensions, I'm like, I get that. But, like, having a full... It's like wearing a plastic bag on your head. (laughs) Yeah. Because we were uh, were talking about Christine's hair and Alex was like... Alex being my housemate Mm. was like, whoa, I wonder how she, like, gets it that long and, like, looks after it. And I'm like, it's a wig, Alex! (laughs) That is not her hair! Oh, Christine. She's just like a thoroughbred horse. I just, I love her. Oh my god, she is. So this is my Selling Sunset thing, right? Yes. There is absolutely no hint on any of the shows that she's by, but in my head, I've like headcanoned her as by, and I realise that I've done that because like, she is what like mainstream by representation, especially like the 90s and early 2000s was, like the very high femme villainous oh she is the like femme fatale isn't she yeah yeah like duplicitous uh i'm gonna say bitch she's definitely (laughs) (laughs) like maybe it's just how they're editing her but like she's definitely the the bitch of the show she is like definitely a self-identified bitch and like she would not be offended by that and that was what like every bi character in like early 2000s media was. I'm thinking like, um, oh my god, what's that weird ass film where the brother and stepsister have a bet to like seduce that girl? Oh, is it Cruel Intentions? Cruel Intentions. And just like all those other films of bi characters, the character was Christine. I, I think she's bi too. And like the clues I have are she is tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is so obsessed with women. And yeah. does not care about ma- men. She's like, obsessed sh- with women. She's like, oh, my secret to getting close to women. I am mean to them. <laughs> like, Legit. And like, I love that she's like, oh, I've been engaged loads of times, but like, those guys just weren't the one for me. Like, to me, that's like a very much like bisexual who is very yeah. like woman focused mood. Like, oh yeah, men love me because I look like Barbie and I'm yeah. six foot tall, but. 
I don't really know anything about them. And also, she's so extra. You cannot tell me that a straight person, or even maybe a monosexual person, is that extra. Like No, like, the live zebras. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The fact she's like, my engagement party, I want it to be very sexual. She's like, I need naked, like, Cirque du Soleil performers. I need a zebra. I need the drinks to be smoking. So <laughs> and then her family shows up. Yes! I just watched a baby shower episode and there's, like, naked men, like, men in G-string. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, jungle-themed and there's, like, men in G-strings with, like, body paint to look like parrots, oh like, handing out the drinks at her baby shower. I just... She is so over the top and I just love that for her. Yeah. She lives in her own universe and I really like that. And I just kind of like how she's like, I'm different to everyone else, but she is also like the heterosexual standard of beauty. Legit! Like, no. <laughs> I saw, I sent um, an Insta... So me and one of my friends are like obsessed with Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. And I sent her a screenshot of Christine's like Instagram post the other day that was like, I had to learn to love myself. And like, <laughs> you've got to learn to love you for who you are. And I was like... You are literally the epitome of, like, the beauty standard. (laughs) I know. The the sad thing to me is just, like, her being like, yeah, I was bullied because I was so tall and beautiful and blonde. And then she is bullying everyone else. And I'm like, Christine, like, you didn't need to go this far. Like, I think she is the kind of person who's, like, the only way to get attention is bad attention. I think... She has, like, when Chriselle was like, I do wonder how much she was hugged as a child, I was like, that does track. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do want to see more of her husband. Like, who is he? How is he managing to, like, survive this woman? I kind of love that he just is like, yep. Like, he obviously just, like, is head over heels for her and is like, everything she says, it makes perfect sense. Even though she's like, <laughs> I want a black wedding cake, I want it to be <laughs> bleeding on the inside. <laughs> like, I want live swans at the wedding that I'm going to be two hours late to. <laughs> incredible oh i can't wait for her wedding i'm really excited and like even before i watched the show like all the news around the black wedding dress i was like that is iconic i love that the wedding episode is so good i'm so excited for you to watch it like i also don't look good in white i'm too pale so like i'm never gonna get married but if i did i would definitely not wear white so i think she's on to i would have a black wedding dress in like a heartbeat for sure but mine wouldn't be like 10 foot wide (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just think She's too obsessed with women to not be interested in them. You can't tell me she's not at least, like, dommed a woman in, like, oh a very, like, leather femme dominatrix wow. type way. Yeah. I just, like, think the next time, like, Christine starts a fight with someone, they should just kiss her and, like, <laughs> they should be like, hey, would you like to make out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just yeah. like, would you like to diffuse the tension with a kiss? <laughs> yeah incredible okay. i would watch that show she's terrible yeah. but i love her i just think wow imagine being a libra and being that mean like yeah. she's the meanest libra i've ever seen in my life so i also have to stop diagnosing people with bpd so like the majority of people in my inner circle including like my sister who i'm super close to mm-hmm. have bpd so anytime someone is like highly strong i'm just like bpd 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 oh my god um, but i yes. i see it in christine i see it too i mean like she has a shopping addiction for sure. Oh, like, absolutely. That is the BPD mood. Zero impulse control. <laughs> I love that she's like literally she's almost like, did you call her a fucking idiot? She's like, I can call her what I want. <laughs> yeah, legit. She's like, I have human rights. <laughs> <laughs> 
free speech. <laughs> okay, let's see what your tarot card is. Mm. I'm just going to pick one. Please do. Okay. It's the King of Swords. Okay. Is it reversed or right way up? It's right way up. The book I have only does right way up reading, so. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, King of Swords, intellectual, rational dictator. <laughs> that seems right so far, yep. <laughs> okay, let's see what Cassandra's saying. Okay, contrary to a Queen of Swords, the King is often seen as lacking compassion. This is someone who is so intellectually driven that they only see their way being the right way. This is someone that is so eager to rule they will step on other people to get there. Is this Christine? <laughs> <laughs> Christine is really coming through the cards. No, I feel like she's not intellectually driven. She's very emotionally driven. That's true. This card can very easily be about finding clarity and finding peace. It can tell mm. you to own your power in a given situation. It even has a wonderful affirmation for those who are considering new technology or new medical care. With this king, those things are very well aspected. Okay. Interesting. interesting. The king's sword is double-edged like most of all of the swords cards. There are ways that we can win against whatever we're facing or fighting. Where so much work is centered on following your heart and listening to your gut, sometimes we need to think like our oppressors. Thinking with a clear head Mm. and an aggressive energy with intellectual communication to open someone's mind or to beat them in a court of law. Wow. I mean, thinking with my head rather than my heart is definitely not something I need encouragement to do. If anything, I need need to (laughs) go the other way a little bit more frequently. Interesting. She's saying the King of Swords doesn't end happily. It rarely ends. Oh, you no. Might change, <laughs> you might change the law, but the system is still against you. You might open some minds, but what about the next 50 people? You might win this battle, but the war for your dignity and rights is still raging. I mean, that's a very activist mood, I think. Yeah, I feel like as a bi-activist, that is uh, that does sum it up pretty well. She's like, yeah, life kind of sucks. <laughs> You'll win over some hearts, but not all of them. I mean, as a fire sign, I just feel like that kind of is our curse to bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, every day I have to accept that some people that just think I'm really fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of people that think I'm, like, a bit extra and a bit too much, and I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm okay with that. I'm like, I'm like, at least I'm not Christine, but then I would love to be Christine. Ugh. I would love to just be like a nice Christine. Like, I feel like if I looked like that, I would also act like that, you know? She's like, who's gonna, who's gonna stop me? No one. <laughs> it's this body and this nose, which is keeping me humble. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Literally. Big, big nose. It's just <laughs> something. That's the thing. When she was like, oh, I was bullied because I was tall. I was five foot eight when I was like 13. Oh I, was like, I was like, same Christine. And I also have a big nose. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that Netflix film. That's like, you think oh, the be- tall girl. Yes, yeah. That is Christine Quinn. Also <laughs> fun like... fact. Um, I tried to like Google whether she is bisexual. And it turns out Christine oh, yeah. Quinn is actually also the name of that um, representative in America who called Cynthia Nixon an unqualified lesbian, um, which I'd like completely forgotten about. But I was like, maybe it's the same Christine Quinn. <laughs> the thing I love the most is that her boyfriend, well, her husband's name is Christian, which is essentially the man version of Christine. Yes. So in the episode I've just watched where they're having the baby shower, they don't know the sex of the baby and they don't have a name decided, but they know they want the name to begin with a C. Wow. I know. 
I know. They're like, it's either going to be Christine or Christian. <laughs> Wait, okay, she has had the baby now, right? Yes, she has it like midway through this season. What is the name? I'm, I'm looking. I'm going to have to read a whole article for it. That's so rude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they did name it Christian. <gasps> did they? Oh my god, I've just got hiccups, which is like, this is the worst time to hear hiccups. <laughs> That's okay, we're near the end. <laughs> keep it together until we finish recording and then I'll go and <laughs> I get them when I've been um, like laughing and giggling a lot so I think that's just a sign that this has been a lot of fun recording that I've now got hiccups <laughs> that's so cute uh, for me it's like normally that's when I realize I'm too drunk uh, if I start hiccuping then I'm like go to bed go to bed right now yeah. okay what's your agenda I'm so excited okay yeah so you said to say free free agenda items right yes Okay, so number one uh, is a bit of self-promotion. Love it. If you want my full, like, 6,000-word by agenda, uh, please read my book. (laughs) My book is called By the Way. It's, like, a non-fiction book. It's, like, an FAQ for young people who are, like, questioning their sexuality. And it covers, like, coming out, dating, my phobia, like, by history. And then the last chapter is on by community. And I talk a lot about, like where I think the bi community could and should be going. So that's like my full bi agenda is in there if you if anyone wants to read it. Um, I think it's really informative. One of my favourite negative reviews is that it some, someone saying <laughs> someone saying that it has too many facts in it. Um, they were like, I did not want my brain to grow this much. <laughs> no, legit. They were like, I don't normally read nonfiction books and this one had too many facts and I was like, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to read a book with too many facts in it read my book (laughs) my second one is uh something that the amazing bi activist robin ox says Mm -hmm. um which is that you are not the bi brand uh and i feel like we've talked about this quite a lot in this episode that you know you feel some responsibility to like represent Mm. bisexuality in like the quote unquote like good way um and that's definitely something that like people in minorities, I think, feel pressured to do in general. Mm-hmm. But you're not the bi brand. Um, you don't have to represent bisexuality in a positive light or in any light. Uh, and I think, you know, if you're confused or promiscuous or you love threesomes or anything like that, like you're not responsible for getting rid of those stereotypes. You shouldn't have to modulate your behavior to fit into like the idea of what good bisexuality is meant to be. Uh, so yeah, you are not the bi brand. Um, I'm going along, and I'm also like, <laughs> I fully agree because I'm like, I literally have a bisexual podcast, but every episode I just decide whatever I want to talk about is bisexual. Yes, <laughs> oh my god, I love doing that. Everything is bisexuality. Um, and then I guess my last one is just bi people have really bad rates of mental illness, so take care of yourself. Um, it's hard out here. It is hard out here. Stop working so hard. <laughs> um, capitalism doesn't care about us. So slack off as much as you want to. Being lazy is a social construct. I say that as if I'm not the most like side hustle, constantly working person on this earth. But you know, I, I mean, it's good to have self awareness. <laughs> I can I can preach that I know is bad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> also, uh, take vitamin D. Uh, I started taking vitamin D last year, and it really helped with my depression. So give it a give it a whirl, girl. Oh my god, yes. I will second that because I've been taking vitamin D every day since like August and yeah. this is the first winter that I haven't 
felt like I am glued to my bed. Yes. Like, like, I am not tired. And that is kind of incredible. Like I started taking it last summer and last winter was like the first winter where I didn't have seasonal depression on top of my regularly scheduled mm. depression. Um, so yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. If you live in the UK, it should just come like on the doorstep. Like <laughs> when they used to like deliver the milk, it should just be like, oh, hey, here's your vitamins because you live in a shitty place. Oh, uh, you know what's depressing? I have some little um, solar powered fairy lights on my balcony. Oh, and God. <laughs> they only last like at the moment. That strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. At the moment, they're only lighting up for like half an hour and they come on between like four and five and stay on for like half an hour and then they go out because they haven't had enough sunlight. <laughs> It's <laughs> so depressing. If the fairy lights don't have enough energy, neither do you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. I think we've discussed everything. Basically, awesome. if anyone wants to give us like a million pounds to do our like forest, farmhouse, butch, love island renovation show. Yes. And if you're butch and you would embarrass yourself on a reality TV show, let me know. I know none of them will message me. They never do. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Netflix, if you want the ace in the whole show, uh, (laughs) there's one ace person and everyone else is, like, not ace. Uh, You know, my email is uh, is on my Twitter. (laughs) I feel like queer people would come up with better TV shows than straight people. Yes. Like, they just... They need to let some queer people on the Love Island team and, like, just go wild. Yeah, I feel like maybe instead of, like, trying to fit queer people into, like, straight dating shows, we need to just, like, make queer dating shows. We have enough straight dating shows.